Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Marco, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider? In that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from ok classic 9467 from the am i the arsehole subreddit and it's titled am i the arsehole for throwing out my girlfriend's dolls my 24 male girlfriend 23 female and i've been together long distance for three years we just moved in together I moved across the country for her after finishing college. I always knew my girlfriend liked creepy shit, like haunted houses and scary movies, but I didn't realize she liked to collect creepy shit. I'd seen her apartment over video calls, but there was one thing she had neglected to show me, a fucking shelf of creepy ass dolls. When I was walking through the apartment for the first time, I noticed in the corner of the living room and holy shit. I asked her and she said that she likes thrifting for old and abandoned dolls, cleaning them, getting them new clothes, doing their hair and throwing them on the shelf. Then she started introducing me to them. They all had names and there were a couple of really rough ones that she said she had since she was a kid or were her mums or some were her grandmas. The other four were thrifted. She said the one she thrifts and gets into good enough shape she gives to disadvantaged kids at the daycare she works at. She only keeps the ugly ones. I thought I'd be okay with it, but every morning I just dreaded looking at them. It made me so fucking uncomfortable. I tried buying her Squishmallows, thinking that maybe she could collect something normal instead. She loved them, but she is still all about the dolls. I then suggested she give them to her kids at daycare or display them at a daycare instead. But she was worried they'd be damaged or taken home by kids by accident. I think she realized I didn't like them, so she asked if I wanted her to move them into the closet. I said yes and thought that would be it. Well, one of my friends flew out to visit, and when we were hanging out, he dropped a bowl of popcorn. I asked him to grab the vacuum out of the closet, and he almost shit his pants. The doll's heads all poked out of the box, and their creepy little eyes stared into his soul. Horror movie shit. I was so embarrassed, and my girlfriend was so apologetic, but had a bit of a laugh. Honestly, that was the last straw. Those fucking things wouldn't leave me the fuck alone. The next day, which is today, is garbage day. So I took the box out and tossed it while my girlfriend was away. It's gone. My girlfriend came home and I started sweating. I told my friend we were leaving to get dinner. She's been calling and texting, but I want to give her time to cool off. My friend is saying I'm a bit of a jerk, but I genuinely feel that I had to do it. Am I the arsehole? Now for me, going into anyone's place, taking their stuff, throwing it out without permission is unforgivable in itself anyway, regardless of what the items are and, you know, 
those freak me out a little bit as well. And I don't want to play down that. I'm sure there's going to be some comments talking about phobias because there is a phobia to do with the fear of dolls. Let me just look it up. I think it's called pediophobia or something like that. But regardless, you still use your words in a situation like this. Not just take someone's stuff and throw it away. We covered a story some time back. It wasn't to do with a fear or anything like that, but it was when the OP had a blanket that they kept for a very long time and it was smelly and dirty, but they kept it because they liked the smell of it. And that OP decided to just throw it in the trash. And I think they eventually burnt it in the end. And of course, I always look at those and I think that's just unforgivable that you're willing to do that to someone else's stuff like that without even talking about it, expressing your fears to, to them and giving them a chance to maybe do something they might not be. But of course, it's the far better option than just throwing someone's shit in the trash. But a couple of comments that OP answers to, one from SnarkyShark83 who says you're the arsehole. Not only did you throw away something that didn't belong to you, but items that held great sentimental value to your girlfriend. These aren't dolls that she can find down at the Walmart. They belong to her mum and grandma. This is unforgivable. She already compromised. i put putting them in a closet since you didn't like them. You better hope that it wasn't garbage pickup day and get them back. I hope the dolls are possessed by evil spirits and haunt you. Opie says they're gone for good. I watched and waited for the garbage truck to go by. It just isn't normal to keep ugly dolls. She knows they're ugly but keeps them because they remind her of her mum. I think maybe she could just put a picture up or something instead now. But no one would ever take her seriously when she's got these weird ass dolls around. Spiritual Bridge 3027 says you're the arsehole. Granted, the dolls would creep me out too, but you don't throw away someone else's stuff. If you feel so uncomfortable about those dolls, move out and break up with that person. Opie says, I don't want to break up, and even if she dumps me, I still feel like I did the right thing. I got rid of her only flaw. She'd have an easier time keeping her next boyfriend because he wouldn't have to deal with this. Opie had some additional information in the comments and says, I think you missed that I'm the one that moved for her, despite the fact that she has no family left here. So she could keep her job at the daycare because she loves it. I understand now it was an asshole move, but it was the best thing for her and she needs to make sacrifices too. I left my actual family to be with her. She'll get over it, but I'm not too worried that she'll break up with me after being together for three years because I threw out her toys. And... I don't really understand how they even remind her of her mum. She was only three when her mum died. Her grandma raised her and recently passed away too. I get it now from all the people saying it here. I'm the arsehole. I wish I could take back what I did, but I can't. I'm going back to the apartment now to apologize. And we have an update shortly, of course. Some additional comments, you know, we already know it's a you're the arsehole from what Hopi was replying to people there. But Gab says, you're the arsehole. You threw away her shit without permission. And you knew what you did was wrong. So you got the hell out of there. And then for some reason, you thought a bunch of strangers would side with you if you asked online. Just wow. Hope she dumps you or throws away something important of yours. First Space says, so... She specified most of the dolls were heirloom antiques, and you think it's okay to just toss them out, not to mention it's her property. You're the asshole times 1000. If she doesn't kick your ass to the curb, I'll be shocked. You're afraid of dolls. Dolls. And one more comment which says you're the asshole here, selfish and disrespectful. You threw away property that didn't belong to you. It held sentimental value to your girlfriend. She already compromised and put them away, but you just can't handle it. 
If I was her, I'd be contemplating the relationship and living situation. If this is your behavior when you've just moved in, giving so little of a shit about what she likes and making decisions without her. Yeah. So as I said, OP does come back in the post to do an update. They said, I got many messages asking for an update, but I was banned from Am I the Asshole? So here it is. I went home and my girlfriend asked me where her dolls were. She had a bad day and assumed that I had moved them somewhere after they spooked my friend, but she really wanted them because they're very comforting for her. I sat her down and I told her the truth. To be honest, I expected to be yelled at. It would have been almost easier, but instead she started sobbing. It reminded me of when her grandma died. I think that's when it sunk in how bad I fucked up. I slept on the couch with my friend and today I swore to do everything I could to correct my massive fuck up. Unfortunately, there's no way we could possibly get the originals back. They would have ended up compacted and headed to a massive landfill outside the city. So I text my girlfriend what kind of dolls they were. Most of them she knew, but one of her grandma's dolls were handmade. So that one, obviously I can't replace. I started scouring the internet, looking for antique shops, thrift stores, pawn shops, etc. I ordered a couple online that were the same as the one she had and found one similar to the one she had at one of the stores. I didn't realize how expensive dolls were. She hasn't broken up with me yet. I'm now expecting it after what everyone has told me. I'm sleeping on the couch again tonight and I'm looking to book a flight home. I'm planning on continuing to pay my half of the rent for the year since she doesn't make much money and I'll be living with my parents. If she asks me for money to try to replacing all the dolls, I'll pay it. It's the least I can do. Thank you for your brutal honesty. And a couple of final comments from the OP which says, We talked and she hasn't forgiven me, but wanted to make it work. I made the mistake of showing her this Reddit account and she ended up changing her mind. She broke up with me, but is letting me stay on the couch until I'm able to get a transfer. It shouldn't take long since I've been with my job for a while and only transferred to the city recently. I'll be flying back to my hometown early next week. She's going to be trying to find similar dolls and we agreed that she'd send me the receipt and I'd send her the money to reimburse her. That's the end of it, I guess. And one more comment which says, My family isn't really sentimental, so I didn't understand her connection to the dolls. My parents threw out all my toys when I was young. When I told my parents, they told me I did the right thing since my ex-girlfriend never had anyone to throw her toys out for her. I told them that was a really messed up thing to say because I'd realized my mistake at the time and they're stuck in their ways and just said, well, you turned out fine, didn't you? And got mad that I was implying they were bad parents. She ended up dumping me and I now know better even though it's too late. My ex-girlfriend told me that she appreciated that I knew what I did was wrong now, even if it was too late. She broke up with me and I'm going back to my hometown at the end of the week. There was a comment below that whole post that reminded me of another story as well. It might ring a bell to you guys if you've been here for a long time. But Rockon says throwing away family heirlooms because he gets creeped out from them. This reminds me of that evil stepmother who burned all her husband's first wife who died stuffed because she was jealous of her, including letters to the daughter to be opened during important life events. Honestly, I don't know what goes through some people's heads throwing away something that isn't theirs in a place that they just moved in. It is unfortunate that it took losing something she cherished and, and used for comforting to realize what kind of a piece of shit OP was all along. 
And it is absolutely mad, isn't it? What does go through your mind at that particular moment? I do find that fascinating. Obviously, incredibly sad at the same time. But it's just so incredibly fucked up for that to go through your mind in the first place. Holy moly. What do you guys make of this situation? Is there any way you'd ever be able to move past something like that? You know, you've got this collection of stuff and new boyfriend moves in, throws it out. Would you be ever be able to move past that? I just can't see a way of doing it. If they're willing to do that, you know, it kind of links to other behaviors at the same time as well. It just, you know, what do you guys make of it? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story does come with an update as well. From Astoria253 from the Am I the Asshole Here subreddit and says, Would I be the asshole for telling my friend I won't pet sit because of a stipulation a husband made? I, 30 female, have a friend, 30 female, I'll call her Cass, who asked me to watch her and her new husband's 30 male, I'll call him David, pets. Two cats, two dogs. From the 22nd to the 27th of December for them to spend time with his family. David's mum bought plane tickets for them to visit for Christmas and David had planned on having one of his friends watch the pets. Apparently, David and his friend had a falling out over League of Legends, an online game by the way, and he burned that bridge with a very vicious comment. Cass asked me if I would be willing to watch the pets for them for the same amount they would have paid the other friend, $500. Cass also offered to cover my gas since I live about 40 minutes away without traffic, but would usually be around one to one and a half hours due to traffic. I agreed to help pets it under the impression that I would be going back and forth from my house to hers. I asked to meet with the pets before and get any information I needed in their care, etc. So we set a date to do that about three weeks before they left. We met up and I made lots of notes and also wanted to meet her husband so he knew who was taking care of his pets and house while he was away. It was while I was on this visit that I learned that they wanted me to stay at the house overnight while they were gone and be at the house a good part of the time. They were willing to offer their food and use of their entertainment services on their TV. This was fine with me as I thought it was fair and such. Now, I'd only been dealing with Cass up to this point and I barely met her husband for two to three minutes for the first time ever. Since he was asleep till noon and was focused on building furniture that just came in when he was awake. Now things went downhill this afternoon because Cass wanted to talk since she was having anxiety about leaving her cat 
that she brought into the relationship. She has been at home with all the pets since she quit her job earlier this month and even before that would visit and let them out during lunch, which is also something David would do as well. To help quell her anxiety, I talked with her and got the last bit of info she wanted to relay. One was a stipulation David wanted to tack on, which was me not leaving the pets more than three hours. I'd already moved my work schedule for both my jobs to accommodate for me staying overnight to watch the pets. However, I was under the impression that I'd be able to leave the pets for a relatively normal amount of time, that I would need to leave my own dogs alone for when I have work, four to six hours minimum. When I told Cass that I had planned to spend time with my Esso's family on the 24th and my own family on the 25th, but I'd be willing to limit it only to family Christmas since I knew that would be a bit too much time for both over two days. And three hours would not be enough for presents, food, cleanup, dessert, and the two plus hours needed to travel from their house to mine and back for my family Christmas. Since it was his stipulation, she needed to talk with him about it, but knew he'd be mad because I couldn't say yes to his stipulation. My friend said she would just stay home with the pets, which she knew would upset her husband as well. She texted me about an hour later telling me he was mad and would allow the six hours I estimated but would take off $50. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. And wrote things that were obvious things I would do taking care of the pets as if I didn't have enough sense to do them in the first place. Now this upset me since spending time with my family on Christmas should not be a point of contention and wanting to be honest about the amount of time it should take should not be up for debate. If this was such an important point, it should have been mentioned when I was getting all the other information and not days before they leave. I originally planned to counter since the amount I would be paid per hour would be $3.47. And so for six hours to be deducted, it would be about $20 and just say he could take that off. But honestly, his regard for me wanting to celebrate with my family while he goes to visit his own is just really unrealistic. So would I be the asshole for telling them they need to find someone else? So there were some comments with some replies as well. So Jay Groovy Daisy says, not the asshole, you've been very accommodating and the husband at least seems manipulative. I'd be curious what their relationship is like because your friend seems to be a bit wary of her husband. Opie says, be honest, I've been comfortable with Dee since they started dating five or six months ago. They got married at the end of October or beginning of November because she got pregnant and she officially moved into his house a month before that. He seemed to rush everything and she seemed to be swept up in it and alarmingly quick. Money Bear says exactly. Opie needs to understand that she has the power in this transaction here. She needs to tell them to screw his stipulations and find someone else. Today is the 19th and not going to find any pet boarders this late and likely not going to find anyone willing to do this. Instead him docking the pay, I'll tell him to pay more for four pets over five days and affecting her holidays. $500 isn't enough. Of course, I don't expect the husband to be rational considering he's a 30-year-old who had a falling out with a friend over League of Legends. <laughs> Opie says, when Dee decided to cut the $50 off the original compensation, I knew immediately he did it out of anger and tried to manipulate me into doing what he wanted by scaring me with it. He thought he could control me the way he does for anything else. However, I have a lot of experience with emotionally immature behaviors and refuse to play whatever game they want. The OP does come back in to update the post and says, Hi everyone, I made a post yesterday about my friend and her husband's demands for pet sitting over the holiday. Here is the original post link and then shares the link. 
First off, I would like to thank everyone for their support and judgments. Also, all the references on prices from the pet sitters was very helpful. Now, I'm sure you were wondering what I did in this situation, and I decided not to pet sit for them. I messaged my friend this morning telling her, Friend, I honestly do not think I am the right fit for you and your husband for pet sitting now. I'm sorry, but you guys need to find a someone else. This was a difficult decision to make, but I just do not feel comfortable with the turn of events that have occurred. So far, she has not responded. I'm perfectly fine with this because I don't think having her and her husband is something I want. I am a recovering people pleaser and really needed to know that my boundary was reasonable. But having so much support shown really helped. I'll be enjoying my Christmas stress-free with my family and my own dogs. I will also be spending time celebrating with my SO and my other very supportive friends. Some things that I also wanted to address. I've been friends with her for about 15 years. About 11 of those have been long distance and we haven't been that close in recent years. She has only known her husband for six months and has been married for three of those. He did not have a ceremony but went to City Hall to get married so I did not have a chance to meet him before checking out the pets. I'm worried about her being in this marriage, especially since she is pregnant and seemed to be swept up very quickly with him. I've been on alert about him since he had her meet his son on their second date, which also made me question his parenting as well. His blow up with his friend that was supposed to pet Sid wasn't over a single game, but over them thinking he cheated on ranked games since he did worse when playing with them and he said it was because he played with them for funsies. A couple more comments which Opie responds to. So the green chair says, agreed on all of this. Opie, I agreed that you made the right decision and it sounds like you handled it well. And sadly, I agree with your concern for your friend too. I hope she's okay. But even though she doesn't sound like she's in a place to be able to be a terrific friend right now, I hope she'll be able to reach out in the future if she ever does decide she needs help. Opie says, as far as her reaching out, I'm definitely not closing that door on her. I think space right now is needed though. In any case, I won't deny her help and plan to do the best I can if my concerns turn to actualities. The final hex says, still no response. And Opie says, not since I let them know that I would not pet sit for them. And obviously there was a lot of concern for the friend in the comments, knowing the husband only for six months, getting married after three, she's pregnant, pretty much isolated from family, etc., etc. So I am super glad, you know, I, I totally agree with OP taking that space away from the situation, but leaving that door open at the same time is a good thing. Potentially putting myself in that situation, like I always say, it's very easy for me to say this behind the microphone sitting here and being able to think about it like this. Maybe reaching out a bit further down the road a month or a couple months, whenever you feel comfortable and you feel like you've calmed down from the situation, etc., just reaching out and sending in a text message saying, I hope you're okay. If you need to talk, I'm always here. Doors open kind of thing. Obviously not shoehorning your way in there, but just letting that person know that you are there. Because we've seen plenty of stories where people have been isolated and, you know, it, it messes with your mind and you don't know where to turn afterwards. So someone just telling you that, you know, you can be support if needed. Sometimes, you know, that little, that little push that someone needs, potentially. Obviously, I don't know the full ins and outs of this, but what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. What do you think's happening in the background here? Let us know. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. Truly, it's absolutely amazing. And hopefully, I'll see you 
in the next one. Take care and much love. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns